so this, this is, is me, me trying, trying podcast. podcast. <laughs> okay. And she laughs. Wait, this is horseshit. No, no, She's no. not even supposed to talk yet. She's laughing at okay. it because we sucked that. No, back. no. In my ears, it was perfect. It's always perfect. No, in oh, your shut ears, up. Okay. Um, yeah. Fuck. I'm, I'm sorry. Did I mess what it is, up? What does Joe say? You're not supposed he, to giggle. He's you know? not paying attention. All right, I'm hitting the music. Who are those fellas down at the end of the bar? Those are the McGlynn boys. It's best to just let them be and listen to what they gotta say. Ask if you must, drink if you want, and disregard the rules because this, this is the tab in question. Oh my goodness, it is Thursday. We're at the tavern. The slides are coming up. The lights are shining brightly on the soundboards. Little green and orange lights are dancing everywhere. Uh, speaking of orange, yellowish, uh, if those of you on the uh, the stream are looking at the screen this evening, you're going to see a lovely lady in orange herself, none other than the Dina Schools from the So This Is Me Trying podcast, a phenomenal roundtable show where she sits down with her circle and they just go ham and sometimes it's just her uh wonderful wonderful one of the the very first shows that uh that got me like i i fell in love with the indie podcast freaking uh just people uh because of her show and and so uh she's she's been a huge part of my podcasting life and uh i love her to death dina Welcome to the tavern. It is so good to have you. Thank you for having me, guys. I'm super excited to be here. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I love you, Anne. You're the best. <laughs> I feel like my like my podcasting life is, you know, you're in it. So <laughs> I could I couldn't do it without you. Um but yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I'm excited. Uh, it is our pleasure. And we've got we got a lot to talk about. And yeah. I, you know, we, we've had this scheduled for a long time. And so it's kind of looking forward to this show because we talk about things that are just uh, weird and bizarre, but tend to be a little serious. Now we're just going into some shit that's just ridiculous. And fortunately for us, um, we just had a major uh, ripple in the pop culture fucking uh, pool uh, with the, the slap heard around the fucking world. Yes. One dude gets popped in the mouth, and all of a sudden, it's anyway. I don't want to jump the gun. We're going to talk about a whole lot of stuff. So, uh, for those of you in podcast land, this is going to be an adventure. Uh, for those of you who are watching on uh, on Twitch tonight, buckle in. It's it's going to get super weird. Uh, Josh, uh, the button up shirt and the sweatshirt because it it got cold in Michigan again. It was warm for a bit, and then it got cold again. So. Uh, and my heater in the studio is very loud, and I didn't want to deal with the noise. So, but if, you know, in a little bit after I have uh, a couple more glasses, I'll feel warmer than I need to. So we'll be fine. Right on. I mean, I, it's kind of a bummer not seeing your nipples, you know, because the the sweatshirt's covering them. Because mm-hmm. you wear small shirts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck off. Don't be so grumpy. Look, he's so grumpy. But your head looks amazing. Did you shave today? No. Actually, like, no? like I don't know what I'm doing, but, like, 
the roots, especially along the sides and the back, are like getting stronger and like starting to grow back quicker. And it's like, well, fuck. It's like, I wish that would happen here too, because then I would just fucking let it all grow out again. I don't know. I, I you lose the shiny on the top, man. I, it's gonna be weird. I'm, I'm not gonna know how to look at you. Yeah. You know, you're going to start doing weird shit like you did back, you know, with the emo phase. And oh. They, they call it's it probably a f- better off the They call it a phase for a reason, so it's over. <laughs> Let's okay. all fucking move on. <laughs> he still goes hard to corn every once in a while. It's cool. Oh, hell yeah. Those guys will, those guys will always be cool. Okay. Always. <laughs> uh, <fuck>. All right. <laughs> Shall we go to the news desk, my friends? Let's. Get over to the news desk. Breaking news. Apparently, Facebook and TikTok are in a fight. Ooh. So the social media... Stop laughing, Josh. I'm trying not to have like dark and gross shit anymore, okay? I'm trying to be fun and silly like you, so just go with this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're an asshole. Um, so apparently... Uh, Facebook felt a little threatened by TikTok because of its growing popularity, and it may or may not have decided to launch uh, some surreptitious campaigns to make uh, TikTok seem to be a threat to the uh, sanctity of the home and a danger to our children. (laughs) So... (laughs) Internal emails, this is uh, coming from the BBC, quote, internal emails, apparently seen by the Washington Post, allegedly suggested the targeted victories campaign aimed to show TikTok as a danger to American children. Zach Moffat, apparently a part of the whole thing, said, no, that's not true. That's not true. We we didn't do that. However, comma, it goes on to uh, apparently allege and uh, with some compelling evidence that Facebook was feeling a little insecure about itself because... Apparently, Facebook doesn't know how to dance, and so it can't compete with TikTok um, because, you know, the TikTokers do the dancing, and the Facebook does the facing, and TikTok doesn't have fact checkers, so people just go on there and they just go to town, so it's just it's super great. Like, it's a free thing. So uh, that was uh, allegedly a little bit of a concern to the folks over at the Book of Face, and uh, and they would like to not be feeling those feelings, so they apparently put out some uh, some feelers to uh, media outlets throughout the country to help them engage the dangers to the family that uh, TikTok poses or that oh Jesus there you go yep yeah you got it I'm gonna get it together thanks guys I appreciate that uh, the danger that uh, that TikTok poses to uh, our families so how do we feel about this Facebook is garbage. <laughs> tell, tell us there how goes, you really there go, feel. There goes our sponsorship. <laughs> right. Jesus. I don't know. I mean, I mean, Facebook owns, I feel like, I mean, Facebook owns Instagram, right? But and then this whole meta, metaverse, whatever they're trying to do or have tried to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Facebook creeps me out a little bit these days. My presence on there is kind of dimming smaller and smaller and smaller just because I'm not a big fan of them these days. And then Mm. it's just like all these trash advertisements up there all the time. 
like the like the one time a day that I go up there to check it's like all of these like weird advertisements now like I don't even see anybody's stuff anymore all I see is ad after ad after ad and then like COVID ad COVID ad COVID ad so it's, yes. just, it's pretty oh no it's it's a sad place to be I don't like going there I'm I'm convinced that they are listening through the phones. Like, I, I have no doubt because, like, no fake, no searching up or anything like that. I remember at one point my wife and I are having a conversation. I mention a particular thing that I'm like, hey, you know, I'm thinking about, about buying this. You know, what do you think? And, you know, we had a conversation about it. And she's like, yeah, that's pretty cool. So I'm probably two hours later, I get on Facebook. Wouldn't you know there's at least two or three ads for this exact thing. I was like, whoa. I'm like, that that's that's messed up. Nope. Yeah. They're totally listening. Oh, yeah. That's totally yeah. Jokes on them. I have boring conversations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I say the same like I like I, I say the same thing about like my NSA agent. Like <laughs> They're just like super sad because they literally drew the most boring human ever. You know, like they listen to my phone conversations and they're like, this guy is a fucking idiot. What is he doing? Like, no, you know, so I get uh, inevitably the NSA and, and probably some little intern at Facebook. Like they draw my name and they're like, Jesus Christ, he sucks. Damn it. Oh, uh, yeah. He's not right wing. He's not left. What is he? Nobody knows. He likes history. What a nerd. Oh, snoozer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm I'm with you, Dina. I'm I'm not a big fan of it, and uh, or especially over the last year, like with all the the elections. Uh, well, mm -hmm. last two years, uh, between COVID, the election, and and everything else that happened, like you saw you saw a social media platform take a political leaning. Yeah, and that was that was kind of enough for me. And then not only did they take a leaning, but then they took an active role to not silence, but definitely quiet. Uh, dissenting voices, yeah, and that's that's not a good thing in my mind. Um, uh, whether you like what that other person is saying or not, you should still listen to it because if you just listen to the people that are like you and that say the same thing as you, then you're never going to get challenged in anything, and that's a bad thing. And everybody just turns into a fucking a zombie sheep and goes from there. So, absolutely, so yeah. I agree. <laughs> Sorry, my dog's barking. <laughs> be professional. My dog's messing it up. <laughs> yeah, well, if you're trying to be professional on this show, you you done fucked up all. No, I I have no doubt that one of my kids will eventually kind of appear in this dark little area behind me, like they do all the time. All the time. <laughs> um, yeah, my my toddler's giving my husband a run for his money going to bed so there might be a, an appearance of him as well <laughs> oh, no nap no nap thursday <laughs> that's gonna be an adventure <sighs> oh, yeah. all right well that's gonna wrap it up for uh for me so tiktok versus facebook stay tuned for more there should be uh it should be a good fight uh dina oh yes take us away so my, I read an interesting news article that came out this week um, in regards to, it's more of like the medical science world. So not really kind of something a little bit different. Um, so 
the University of Hong Kong has invented a robot that is silicone based and magnetic um, to pretty much go into a human body. This is what their plan is to go into the human body and retrieve things that people may have followed accidentally. So like prime example of this would be like a toddler swallowing a battery, um, you know, watch battery or something, something small like that. Um, and that could be pretty fatal and deadly if it's not taken in time. So pretty much it's this little robot that they can insert into your body that will go and cause it, you know, it's magnetic and it'll go grab the battery and retrieve it and take it. And, you know, they, ha- they didn't really explain how it's going to come back out. <laughs> <laughs> um, hold, you know, hold on. Hold on. I, I have, I, I, I have a question. I have a, I have a question. Yes. Uh, it's going to come out. It's got to come out. So somewhere. it's either going to robotically climb out the top oh, or uh, it's going to I mean, go out the other you, way. Okay. So you have to go and like, look this up. Cause if you watch the video, it's kind of weird. Cause at first it looks like a ball of shit. I'm not going to lie. And I'm like, why is it moving? <laughs> <laughs> and it's literally like magnetic, you know, it's got like magnetic fibers to it. And it's a, but it's a robot. There's like a tiny, I guess there's like a a tiny robot and within this like silicone and a couple of different materials that have made it what it is. Um, The only way I can describe it is, have you guys ever watched the movie Flubber with Robin Williams? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So it's kind of like Flubber, but it's like not green. It's like, it looks like shit. (laughs) It's like a dark base color. Um, and that's pretty much what it is. It's like almost like a flubber type of material that their hopes are is that they can insert it into the human body and retrieve things that are swallowed accidentally. So I thought that was pretty cool. Apparently the new they, that came out of the University of Hong Kong uh, this week that they were trying this little tiny robot that can retrieve things from your body that aren't supposed to be there. See, the first thing I thought of was the uh, the little robot from uh, the Matrix, like the first Matrix movie, that the agents put in Keanu Reeves' stomach and it like crawls through his belly button. That was the first thing I thought of. I was just like, Jesus Christ! It's like we're on our way there. <laughs> so I, it looks like the purpose would probably be to swallow it or like make you swallow it because it looks like it's small enough and flexible enough, like it almost kind of looks like a Jello substance that you could probably swallow it. And it go and they were actually showing like the lining of a stomach and going in and taking like a watch battery and kind of like absorbing it and you know mm. pulling it with a magnetic pole and retrieving it out of the body. They did not show. I'm assuming that if it makes it to your stomach, that um, they're hoping that the body is going to pass it naturally and that's how it's going to come back out. Right. But they didn't go into details about that. That's like the, you know, being in the medical field, I'm kind of like a nerd when it comes to like these new medical science, you know, experiments that are going on. And that one caught my interest. I was like, that'd be a cool, a news one, you know, a little medical science nerd stuff. I, I am intrigued to see how, like, yeah. how it like it look really it up. works. Like, yeah, it's gross looking, it, but it's cool. Yeah, coming coming out <laughs> is the big question in my mind right now. Like going in is easy. Like how does this thing it's come gotta out? come and that's the only way I can think that if it's meant to like go into a stomach, that because of the base, like the silicone base, it's gotta be 
there's got there's got to be a way it can naturally go through the body without causing any other harm. Yeah, yeah it's coming out your butt. Yeah, it's oh, yeah, come out your butt. Yeah. There's no unless they're going to go in and like cut you open and take it out, but then that's kind of like really dramatic for Well, wouldn't that kind of know, defeat the purpose? I mean, it if kind they're going to defeat the purpose of yeah. if you're going to do all that, then, you know, you might as well just go in and surgically remove whatever you swallowed. So yeah, so I have my questions about it, but I thought it would be interesting. But I think because of the type of material that it's made and it's small enough, it should, I think it like encapsulates it and stops it from, especially like a, a watch battery, because that that shit is fatal. Like that shit can kill you very quickly. Mm. So, you know, getting it and retrieving it and getting it out of the body as quickly as possible. That's interesting. So we'll see. We'll see where they go with that. Science. Mm. All right. <laughs> Robots that you have to poop. You might have to shit it out. We'll see. We'll find <laughs> out. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. But wait, there's Stay, more. Stay tuned. We'll find out. Oh, my God. All right. Joshua, take us home. All right. So kind of keeping on uh, some themes here, and even kind of more so now that we just talked about pooping out science. So, I mean, there is a Brazilian singer who recently became internationally well-known, fairly well-known locally, uh, has a a decent uh, TikTok following and all that other Jazz, um, she recently was hospitalized with the hospital thought was uh, kidney stones or appendicitis. However, there is a very interesting uh, medical term for it, but she called it trapped farts. So apparently (laughs) her farts would not leave and they kind of fucked her up a little bit. And so they brought her into the hospital and when they kind of realized like, yeah, you just... uh, you just need to pass some gas, <laughs> and she and she was very uh, open about the whole situation. Which, as soon as she was, she blew up because people ate up the story, thought it was hilarious. She blew up. <laughs> well, <laughs> the 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 like the the subtitle of the article because uh, this is an update on her uh, her well being. And it said a cheeky update, if you will. I was like, oh, no. So What the fuck? So, but again, she's uh, she's she's had a lot of fun with it. Because honestly, this could have been one of those situations where, yeah, it made you well known. But it could have been made you well known for the absolutely wrong reason. Uh, she is, you know, recovered out of the hospital, and um, I assume and I hope farting normally because you know trap farts is uh, is is not the way uh, it's not the way you want to go, and it, I can't imagine it's very enjoyable either. Yeah, that's- yeah. So I I feel like there should like trap farts shouldn't be a thing. Like if you, if gas can't get out, there's an obstruction. We need one of those robots. I know, right? Somebody send in the poop robot. Let's do this. Send in the robot. Let's do it. You know what I thought of though? I don't probably your kids probably did not have it, but my youngest, there's when he used to get really gassy, they have this thing called the the windy. And it's literally like a tube that you stick you stick up their butt and it forces them to release the gas. 
Yeah. That's I have I five children about. and I've never heard yeah, of that before new, ever. It, I didn't have it with my oldest. I only experienced it with my youngest and it's called the windy and that's what it's for. Like babies that are really gassy and they can't get it out. It's there to relieve the gas from their bowels. Um, and that's all I could think about is like, I wonder, I wonder if they did that to her while she was in the hospital. <laughs> like that's all I could think about. I was like, I wonder if they just stuck like a tube up her butt and just released the gas. Like, Cause that's what I did to my toddler and he was fine. So <laughs> you can imagine you can go to Target and do that. Go buy it at Target. Be one of those long winded. <laughs> it's got like a valve on it, right? So you can like change you, the pitch. And, like, you can hear you can, like, it. It makes like a the, funny noise too. Like you can literally hear the gas like coming oh, out. It's, oh my God. Can you imagine a fart? Ever. A fart pan flute solo like the the my heart will go on from like Titanic, right? <laughs> oh man! Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Next, so next, she, time, I, next time you guys are in Target, you don't believe me. It's there in the baby section. I know nobody has none of us have any business going to the baby section these days, but if you're interested, the oh, baby windy. section is called Wendy. And I kid you not, it's a tube. <laughs> really stuff. <laughs> I might buy one for me just to fucking freak What's somebody that? out. <laughs> I want to play the solo. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Josh. Quit being such a fucking prude. <laughs> How the fuck is... So, yeah. She has recovered, but now is internationally known as the gal with trapped farts. So, good on her. And I'm not even going to try to pronounce her name, so I apologize because... I tried to, and I was like, yeah, there's way too many vowels. So no Give thanks. it a shot, Josh. Yeah. Made way too many vowels? Yeah. But see, there's a lot of I's and E's, and I'm pretty sure there's a C in there. So, like, how my brain is like, you know, it's only I after E except after C or whatever the fuck it is. So I was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. So I was like, no thanks. It's English. Don't worry give, about it. Give it a shot, Josh. Just just try. I, I already closed my window because it was bogging down my computer. <laughs> Well, all right then. Well, uh, thanks for that uh, fun little bit of uh, information there, uh, Josh. That will wrap it up for us here at the news desk. Let's go uh, talk to a bartender about what we're drinking, yeah? Oh, yeah. Let's go. Tonight, we are sipping on some old fashions. Now, I am not the connoisseur of old fashions. Uh, I drink my whiskey like a man, neat and aggressively with tears. Uh, Josh chooses the finer, more refined things. Like, I'm just kidding. Please don't at me. Don't cancel us. We're good. I'm just playing around with my toxic masculinity. Just leave me be. Um, so I'm going to hand this over to Joshua. Josh was going to talk us through uh, All right. as the, the Manhattan professional of the evening. Josh. All right. So old fashions, uh, real basic. You have uh, bourbon, uh, and that's kind of like a dealer's choice. I have any uh, 
website you go, like any like um, you know bourbon site you go to, usually they have their recipe for an old fashioned, and it's usually all combined of the same thing. It's a bourbon, it's uh, bitters, simple syrups, and a little bit of sugar. Uh, some folks like to put a machino cherry in it, and then uh, a garnish of an orange peel. I don't bother with machino cher- maraschino cherries, whatever the fuck they are, because I think they're disgusting. Um, I like the uh, you know the bitters and the simple syrups that all works. I was gonna buy all of that tonight uh, my at my store. However, getting the ingredients was going to cost more than this fabulous old fashioned pre mix shit. So I got this big fucking thing because it. It works, and it was cheaper. So, and as you all know, I'm uh, I'm a tad bit on the cheap side, and I'm okay with that. So, uh, these are great. I think they're fantastic. Uh, one drink that actually got me into whiskey is an old-fashioned. So, I will always drink old-fashioned if they're available. I am starting to find places that don't make good ones. Which is a bummer. <laughs> so what constitutes a good one, Josh? Perfection of your mixture ratio. Like there's a there's a standard, you know, like, you know, how much bourbon, how much of the others that, you know, to to get what you need to get out of it. Some folks go really heavy with the bourbon and light with the other bit, so you're basically just drinking bourbon, so it kind of fails on that. But then some places do a little bit too much of the bitters and, you know, the sweeteners and stuff like that. So then it's too sweet, and then you're only tasting the mixing and less of the bourbon. So if you can have a location that has that fine combination with the two, that's when they're really good. Um, there's a, a restaurant my wife and I frequent that they actually make a pretty good one. Uh, we went, oh, where was it? We went to a new place recently and I decided to get an old fashioned there. It was not good, uh, which was very disappointing because it was more than I wanted to pay for an old fashioned, but I was really hoping it'd be good and it wasn't, which was a huge disappointment, but this is very good. I am, uh. My bourbon tonight, I'm using uh, Buffalo Trace because Buffalo Trace by itself is amazing. And so adding uh, all the the goodies that makes up an old-fashioned, minus the garnish and my ice has already melted, um, this is still pretty good. Uh, now, Dina, didn't you do, like, a special on old fashions, right? Yeah, so um, I did a whole like youtube thing um and i found like a really old school old-fashioned recipe that actually you do it with egg whites so it's like everything that you do and then you add you froth up egg whites and add that to it and there's just honestly the best old-fashioned that i've ever had yeah it's really good don't knock it till you try it because (laughs) everything else like it kind of blends together and it kind of just gives it this little bit more of like a like a creaminess but it's like a really really old 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 recipe like it's not like the one that they make now but like it's it's like an old old school but apparently that's like the proper way to make an old-fashioned at least it was like back in the mm. you know prohibition days or whatever whatever it was but I mean, they would they would take an egg white 
egg white and froth it and throw it in. It's really good though. Isn't, Isn't it like, like a good, good way to get, get like salmonella, salmonella or whatever? No. Or is that Dude, Rocky yeah, Rocky no, ate no. raw eggs all the time? That's a movie. That's not a real thing. No. He legit opened the eggs and drank them on the movie. Those were Hollywood eggs. They don't count. <laughs> <laughs> but when I make old fashioned, that's how I make it now. I haven't made one in a while. Um, but yeah, that's I have that recipe and that's kind of what I do now. But yeah, it's good. I like it. Mm. And I like the cherries. I'm a cherry girl. <laughs> so I put like two or three cherries That's in fair. Do you like smash yours up in the bottom before you drink it? Or do you just throw them in? No, I pop them on top. There throw you them go. in. Let them like sit in the whiskey for a little bit and then eat them. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, it's been a while since I've had a drink. So. <laughs> it's making me wish I would have had one now. Like, I think I have everything. I think I could have made one. Well, there's still time. Yeah. yeah. Um, sleeping so real good tonight. Looking, yeah, <laughs> looking at the the history of an old fashioned, right? Um, a lot, and just like every other like story that involves spirits, right? In America, there's like seven versions of it, right? This person invented it. And this person did it. So somewhere between 1806 and 1881, small span of uh, time. Uh, you know, there there were a couple different competing. Uh, folks, it was uh, said that originally that it was uh, created in Hudson, New York, um, where they took spirits and then bitters, water and sugar. And that was like the that was what they called the very first cocktail. Right. And that's why it got the name old fashioned, because it was the very first one. So as cocktails kind of grew and complexity and diversity and all that shit, um, this remained the same, you know, just sugar, something sour and freaking something pretty. And woo, there you go. Um, but apparently uh the uh, Penn Dennis Club is a gentleman's club founded in Louisville, Kentucky. They said that they created it in honor of Colonel James E. Pepper. Uh, so any whiskey folks here, that name is very familiar. Uh, they have relaunched uh, the James Pepper, I think, about five, six years ago, the distillery there. <laughs> so, uh, again, this was in New York. Uh, sorry, it, uh, this drink was brought to New York City where it gained popularity, allegedly. Um, and now, uh, there is a, a, like a, a week long celebration in Louisville that, uh, it's called the old fashioned fortnight. Nice. So yeah, it's like a, a big bourbon event, uh, has cocktail specials and it's so over covers uh, national bourbon day and which is, uh, the 14th of June. And, uh, so they, the, the old fashioned fortnight, apparently they, they have a big party. That sounds so. fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the, the cocktails are very interesting, uh, and I'm I'm not a big cocktail fan. Like it, it's, I, I don't know, be, when you go to a bar and you have like a good mixologist, right? They spend so much time putting this thing together, and they hand you this like work of uh, Dina. <laughs> Podcast land. She just I yawned. I did not do anything. <laughs> we derail ourselves very quickly here at the tavern, so we will point out any weakness whatsoever. Um, but yeah, so like when when that mixologist like does all this work, and then they hand you a piece of art, and you're just like, I have to drink this. Like I don't want. I just. I just want to look at it for a while. Like, it's so pretty, you know? I feel bad because they just literally spent so much time putting together this this fancy thing, and I'm going to just, just down the hatch. Here it goes, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so 
that's where I, I feel bad and I, I often don't order cocktails because I appreciate them and they often taste good, but I that's a whole lot of work uh, for me just to like sip it down and not really think anything <laughs> of it. So but uh but old fashions are, are kinda kinda simple. The first one I had ever was my neighbor across the street. We're living in Arizona. Um uh Ivan was his name and uh he would always invite me over for old fashions and I never went over and never went over. Finally, I was like, all right, cool. I'll go. So I went and he made this thing and it was freaking amazing. Super sweet. Mm-hmm. He was using a sweet bourbon on top of all the sugar and stuff. So it was almost too sweet for me. So I would, I would prefer, uh, honestly, I'd probably prefer a rye, something with a little bit more spice. Mm-hmm. Um, and something with a little bit more like, like woody kind of texture as opposed to like a sweet like bourbon on a bourbon mm-hmm. or a, a sweet like corn bourbon on sugar and that's just a lot of sugar in your face all yeah. at once but uh but yeah i'm using woodford for mine this evening by the way my uh my all-time favorite old-fashioned was at uh one of uh mammoth's drinking rooms oh <laughs> I know we need a little buzzer, ding, 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 you know, no, but, but no fake. Like, uh, we got there, I got, you know, my wife and I got settled in, uh, and this place was so cool. It just had this really cool ambiance and I'm like, okay. I'm like, so when somebody comes over and like, I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to get an old fashioned. So, and so I'm like, Hey, I'll, I'll get the old fashioned. And they're like, okay, do you want? And then they listed off like three or four different bourbons that I could pick from or different variations. I was like, Oh, I'm like, well, I'm going to get one with this one. And I'll get another one with that. And they're like, okay, cool. And then I was like, oh, sweet. So they bring it over in this really sexy kind of glass. And instead of using like fresh fruit, it was like a dried orange slice. Ooh. So it looked super cool and it was amazing to drink. I think we were there for a long weekend. We went there twice because it was awesome. <laughs> but it was and and to this day I have yet to have an old fashioned better than that. I have found something that I will I will have because I have yet to find one that is really good. Uh but that is my my top old fashioned. So good. Mammoth uh Mammoth does a good job. Yeah. We kind of we kind of like them here at the tavern. Yes. Cough sponsorship cough. <clears throat> um, yeah, yeah. You are you are you are way more well versed in them than I am. I've probably had four or five in my lifetime, uh, and Dina like has a whole video on like how to make them. So uh, <laughs> what we will do is we will include the link to that video. Yeah. So uh, for. For those of us uh, who don't know how to do anything like that, uh, you guys can go ahead and click that link, watch the video, and uh, and watch the rest of her stuff. Because it was like a Sunday thing, right? It was yeah, like Sunday brunch or I, I something like that? Like, so I started doing like YouTube stuff with like, I, w- I would like try, so it was like, so this is me trying, I was playing off of that. And then it was like, so this is me trying like different drinks to make, because Believe it or not, like I've always been kind of a basic girl, <laughs> like wine and beer, and um, never really was a, I never really drank whiskey or anything like that, and um, so yeah, it was just kind of like this thing of like, oh, well, I'm growing up. Let me try something more mature. Let me try making drinks. Let me 
So I was doing that. But like Sundays was like coffee Sundays. So I would make different coffee drinks. And it's always fun because like, it, honestly, it's like you're, wa- you're watching me do it for the time. So it's just kind of, you know, something, just something silly that I started to do. Um, and hopefully I can get back to a place where I can start doing that stuff again. I've been kind of been a bad girl of podcasting here lately. Life has just been completely fucking chaotic. So um, <laughs> just have not had the energy or space or time for for much podcasting. So I apologize to any of my, my people. I uh, hope I'm not letting you down. I don't think I'm that mess, but um, hopefully I can get back into it again because I miss doing it. But it's just life has just been so crazy and work and kids and all that shit. <laughs> That's been 2022. It's so weird saying that because I started podcasting in 2020. And, um, you know, it's been two years now of, of doing this. So it's been, inter- it's been an interesting two years. So, um, but yeah, so hopefully I can get back into it. I try not to make any promises I can't keep, but all of my stuff is there. I haven't gone anywhere. I'm still very much here. I just haven't put out anything new. So you can go into the archive, catch up with me, and hopefully I can give a life update here soon enough. Um, I've been like wanting to start or record something and be like, hey, this is what's been going on. Um, and I just haven't been able to bring myself to do it just yet. So mm. hopefully soon. Stay tuned. Yeah. I'll be, I'll, I'm, you know, I'm not throwing up, I'm not throwing my hat out. You know, I'm still very much want a podcast. Just like been fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, life, like, life can kick it. Um, um, you know, since yeah. January, so. Yeah. Life can kick in the balls really fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and real life always takes precedence over, uh, something that we do for fun. Yeah. You know? Cause, uh, indie podcasters, we're, we're not getting paid. We're doing mm. this because we love making content. We love being, uh, who we are and doing what we do. And, uh, and yeah, that's a big thing with Josh and I, I think, you know, um, yeah, I, I, even if we had zero listeners, we would still fucking do this shit every single Thursday, and okay. uh, and it's just that's just the thing. So, but uh, but life shit. I mean, I'm the poster child for you know getting kicked in the nuts. Um, as as the show has seen, sometimes we <laughs> publish shows on Monday. Sometimes I publish them like today on a random Thursday afternoon. Um, <laughs> uh, and Josh is trying to be polite over there. I'm sorry, Josh. I- I didn't say anything. I'm just gonna sit. I I saw your face. It was so loud. (laughs) That's no. That's the reflection off of my head. Yeah. I mean, I think it's great for y'all because it gives you, you know, you guys are brothers, and so it gives you a chance to like have that FaceTime with each other. Like me, I would feel like a little bit alone. Well, I'm like, oh well, it's just me talking in front of everybody. Um, you know, and sometimes I can get my husband to, you know, be my uh my wingman just to kind of have somebody else to, you know, bump off, vibe off of and, and talk with. Um, it, it, for me, it very much feels like a radio show after a while. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> um, so yeah, but hopefully, but, you know, I definitely want to get back into it. So for real solo shows are tough. Solo shows are, are hard mm-hmm. um, because, you know, I mean, when you have guests, it's easy. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just you you play off your guest and you you go for it, you know. Um, but when it's just you and the microphone and and a message or something you want to say, that that's hard. It's you know you got to organize and structure and then you know do you script do you not script and uh, and it's tough and it it takes a lot of time too. So it's it's not easy. So. So I, I don't think anybody, I mean, the people who don't understand uh, and are, are mad at you for not putting out content are the people who don't make shows and have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone's uh, really mad at me. I just feel like, no. I've, I mean, I definitely probably have fizzled out in the in the, in the indie podcast world. Um, I still try to, I try to pop up and, and like interact. I'm like, hey guys, I'm still here. I guess, you know, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm here. Proof, proof uh, of life. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I'm still here. Um, but yeah, I mean, and like you said, when I do have guests, um, you know, that's always, those are some of, those are my favorite shows because they're not really scripted. There's really no like, oh, we're going to talk about this. Sometimes, um, sometimes it might be like a, like when I was doing a lot of collaboration with my cousin, Jason, um, he had a podcast for a while and it was him and his friend, Steve. And, you know, it would just be like a random thing. You'd be like, Hey, like, let's let's do something let's record and like it it was just a lot of fun like because you know i would just we would call each other up and we would just be like all right let's shoot the shit about aliens like let's talk about you know a lot of drinking was involved with all of that <laughs> <laughs> um and then you know so that obviously made it a lot more fun and you know my brother would guess too and i would have him on and that you know would be a lot of fun so um but yeah so Hopefully, hopefully I can get like a reunion and get everybody around the table again and, and we can put something fun out for everyone. So that's my goal. Mm -hmm. So my brother lives, my brother physically lives here now. So that's really cool. So, you know, just trying to like get on his schedule of like when he's not busy with work and get him back over here and be like, oh, let's do one. I even tried to get my mom on. I thought for sure I was going to get my mom on one time. I was like, man, that would be like some fucking podcast gold. Um, <laughs> but haven't been able to get her on just yet. So we'll see. I've got some stuff. I got ideas. I also, you know, like I've been dealing a lot with like anxiety and mental health stuff too. So kind of going back to like that series when I was kind of putting more personal stuff out about, um, you know, my own struggles with anxiety and stuff like that. So kind of given a life update on that. So, so yeah, we'll see. Right we'll see. I don't want to make any well, promises, will... but it, it'll, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. You know totally understand. Hopefully one day I'll get my shit together and I'll be like, Hey guys, guess what? I'm back again. <laughs> I'm doing it. Someday. It'll, it's happening. Someday. It's really happening. Well, excellent. 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 We will definitely look forward to that. And, uh, we'll, we'll throw a link up in the, uh, in the notes for your show as well. So folks can, uh, can hop over and listen to, uh, the body of work that you have already out. So that will be great. Uh, Josh, I think we're, are we ready to move on? Yeah. All right. Let's go at the bar. All right, folks, it is time for At The Bar, and this is the point of the show where we have just select a topic and we go for it. Um, those topics can be serious. They can be not so serious. They can be, uh, well, we're not talking about COVID tonight, so we should be okay, <laughs> I think. 
right? So so we should be okay. Uh, I don't know. COVID may come up. It might be a thing. I don't. We'll see where this goes. But uh, the the reason we have uh, brought uh, Dina in is she is the resident expert in all things uh, pop culture. So uh, if you you listen to her show, she is uh, very versed and very up to date in all of the the shenanigans of uh, celebrity talk and uh, lots of fun stuff there. Joshua and I are not. So when we're like, hey, let's do a pop culture show, I was like, yeah, the fuck are we going to talk about? Um, because <laughs> neither one of us knows shit about anything. So uh, so I uh, I threw out a lifeline. I'm like, Dina, we need you. <laughs> Come talk shit about the Kardashians on our show. So uh, tonight we're going to, we're going to go over everything. Now, I promise you, this is not going to be an episode where we talk <laughs> uh, yeah, about the absolutely. slap heard around the world. Now, depending upon oh, wow. when this publishes, and maybe you've been living under a rock for the last couple of days or weeks, or I don't even know when it was. Jesus Christ. Anyway, uh, so apparently the Oscars were uh, not too long ago, and uh, uh, the host, Chris Rock, said something a little derogatory yep. about Will Smith's it wife. Wasn't was it? It He's wasn't a comedian. It he wasn't derogatory. Hold on, hold on. We'll get there. We'll get, don't get ahead of me. All right. So, so there was a, a bit of a joke uh, that went out to uh, that went out to Will Smith's uh, wife Jada, who has shaved her head, and the joke was something along the lines of, uh, "Hey, can't wait to see you in GI Jane 2. Well. Jada apparently has been struggling with alopecia, so which is like there's some like hair loss and some other shit that you know. So so she did not think it was funny. Will was laughing his tits off until he looked over at his wife and saw that she was not. Then he got super mad. So what does he do? Old boy gets up, walks up on stage, and open hand slaps the shit out of Chris yeah. Rock on national TV. <laughs> And then goes back to his seat and yells some things that were rather derogatory, um, which has made some wonderful TikTok audio. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, which is fun, uh, which is super fun. So, uh, so there's there, and then and then he wins the Academy Award for Best Actor. Same night, all that happened the same night. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't even know like the Oscars Awkward. were happening, and then all of a sudden, like the the news like popped, and I was like, "That's all I can think about." And then, like, there's memes everywhere, and uh, and and so I <laughs> I try to like catch up, and I'm like, "Did he? Did he really?" And it almost looked like a WWE smack, like like it was staged at first, but I guess it wasn't. And he really hit him, like he hit him good. Yeah. Yeah, so. You did. I watched it. So I like, nor like normally never watch the Oscars. And my husband put it on. We were like hanging out in the bedroom. And like it was just weird because like, you know, we're you're watching it live. And then like all of a sudden, like I thought it was a skit at first because he like just kind of casually comes walking up there and like Chris. Chris Rock's laughing. It's like, oh, here comes Will. And I was like, oh, I guess they're going to do a bit or something. And like, he just straight up fucking slapped the shit out of him. 
And I was like, holy, I was like, is that real? Like, I was like looking at John. I was like, is that real? I was like, no, that can't be real. It's got to be a skit, right? Like, that can't be real. And like the audio cuts out. Yeah. So like on live, they like immediately cut out all the audio. So you can't hear anything that's being said. Thank goodness for Australia and Japan who did not do that. Because then that's how we got to hear what was actually being said. And like, I saw like, you could see like, obviously he was mouthing like, fuck, like you could see it. And I was like, oh, man, that was that was real. Like, that was legit. Like, we were like, John and I were like freaking out. We're like, oh, man, what, what I thought this is some with shit. With Twitter, one of the best things about so that was, ass, like, so there were people, there was a lot of people talking about <laughs> like, what's it, happening? right? And then there were people coming um, to like, Will's defense. And there were people coming yeah, to like, that's... Chris is there, like, you know, he should file assault charges. And then he was like, oh, Will Smith was just defending his wife. So there's these polarized arguments to either side, right? And then there was this whole other group of people that were so pissed off that everybody was talking about Will Smith that they were bitching about the people who were talking about Will Smith, therefore perpetuating the noise. Like, dude, just, just shut up. Just, just, just shut up. Go outside. <laughs> but like, and, and which that whole thing, um, we last yeah. week we we were talking about uh, one of the news stories was was actually the Oscars. Uh, the the lady who played Maria for West Side Story. Uh, was not invited to the show. Her show, like her movie, like won Oscars, and she she didn't get the invite. Uh, eventually, I mean, eventually she did. They they corrected it, but um, uh, oh, where the fuck was I going with this? I don't know. I was ready I was for it though. I was on it. Okay. Um. So uh, sorry. I got. I'm back. I'm back. All right. All right. Edit. 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 All right. Um. So we uh. <laughs> So one of the things was if you piss enough people off on the internet, you get shit to happen. Um, And that was that was the comment that was made. So so that was like you know uh, the morning after the slap heard around the world, right? Uh, You see enough people that are pissed off on the internet talking about it, so it just becomes this like massive thing. But that's been a common theme for a lot of things. So uh, Kimye, right? Or is it? Kandashian. I don't know what's the Kim and what? Kanye. What? What the fuck they call them? Right? Is it? Is, don't they have like a fun name? They have an abbreviated name. What? Okay, so talk to us about that. Kimye. Why did they divorce? Why did they I divorce? Guess. They have it well, because I mean, it's Kanye West. Well, I mean, they're not together anymore. So, you know, huh? <laughs> So, oh, so Kanye, that's what we're talking about? Okay, all right, yeah. So I don't know why they're divorcing. Obviously, because he's off his fucking rocker. I mean, like, I don't, obviously, I'm, you know, I'm not a celebrity insider. But, you know, obviously, there's some turmoil there um, that had been going on for a while. And I think a lot of it is just, like, him being mentally unstable and not being on the right medication and probably not going to therapy and doing all those things that maybe yes, he probably we know this. be doing. Um, Fuck your and, life. You know, Kim, I'm seeing right, what was, what was the, the what was the line? Kim, it was like Kim, in one of your Kim. last shows, you're like, Fuck her. Was, it was, it was yeah, fuck Kim. Fuck your life. Because I remember <laughs> I was listening so. to that episode at work. And as soon as you said that, was, yeah, as soon as you said that, I busted out laughing. I got laughing so hard about that. And, of course, I have earbuds in, so nobody is, has any reference to what I'm laughing to. But, no, that was that was great. 
Oh my god. What <laughs> uh, about that? that yeah i'm not i'm not a big fan i'm not a big fan of pete davidson either so the fact that like these two people that i don't really particularly care for are together it just makes me like cringe um so i just cannot i can't stand him i like kanye i have respect for kanye as like an artist but like he, homeboy is like he's on some next level shit that i just do not understand like to the point where he got his ass kicked off of <laughs> instagram because he was he was airing some way too dirty laundry like look divorces fucking suck but like you're going about it the wrong way <laughs> like you're airing all sorts of dirty laundry but in the same sense it's kind of funny to me because like you know especially the kardashians themselves they like put themselves on this like high pedestal of like but oh you know we're this so is also the same guy loves us. but i kind of respect kanye more for like being like kim he's a bitch <laughs> Fact that like he nicknamed Pete Davidson Skeet, like that fucking shit. I'm, like, got I'm pretty sure when, week, like when Kanye was on uh, <laughs> Joe Rogan's he podcast, he Skeet. said no, that he I wanted mean, to buy oh, Earth, but that was like the highlight. Run Earth because he said every he says like everything's for sale, and like Joe Rogan just kind of sat there and was staring at him. He's like. Okay, so what do you mean by that? So he kind of goes on this long-winded explanation, and he's like, "Dude, I think you're fucking crazy." <laughs> just, just lays it out there, and, and of course, you know, this was probably posted together to be more comical. But then, like, there's this kind of awkward back and forth, you know, silent staring <laughs> before anybody said anything. But it's like, if like if that's his legit mentality, maybe that's a a good mentality to have. Like, hey, I'm gonna fucking run Earth. You know? Okay, cool. But at the same time, it's like, if that's really your mentality, there's something a little off. I mean, a little bit. There's <laughs> a lot off with Kanye. I mean, Didn't I he run for president? He's like, he's next level. Just He's uh, on some shit that we don't even know about yet. Like... Kanye's in like twenty. He's he's an amazing already. Artist, I don't know. You know, or <laughs> really? Maybe he's an yes. alien. I don't really? know. If you look at, at like, what he has put together. He's some right? fucking next level um, shit. He, he is, and he's going to go down as one of the the iconic music producers of our lifetime. Um, he's he's a fucking nut job for sure, but the guy can make some fucking music. Uh huh. Yeah, I agree with that. Yes. Yeah, he can. Like, I mean, he he did a lot of stuff for like Jay Z's Black album. That's like my that was like my favorite Jay Z album that's ever been done. And Kanye was, you know, Kanye did a lot for Jay Z back in the day. So a lot of Jay Z is because of Kanye. <laughs> yeah, he for sure. He came on the so, scene when he like right after he was his, like, his, you know his what? motorcycle I'm gonna do this accident. Shit too. Give me some auto tune. Uh, he was actually his, his jaw here. was wired shut, and he. Put out a when graduation came out yeah. single while his jaw was wired <laughs> shut. Yeah. 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 He's crazy. 
crazy, but yeah. I mean, I I feel bad for him in some sense because like I would never want to be married to Kim Kardashian or like have any affiliation with the Kardashians. So I can only imagine like not saying that he's not dramatic, but I can only imagine how dramatic the other, you know, you flip the script of being involved with that family and I you know. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of unnecessary drama that's going on. My theory is that like Kim got mad because Courtney got too much attention because she's with Travis Barker. So and she was like, you know what? I'm going to get me a white boy too. You know what? Fuck you, Courtney. I'm getting, you know what? What's, what's Machine Gun Kelly's friend? Ugh. Pete Davidson? He's my boyfriend now. And that's exactly what that bitch did. What you know the what? fuck you're just happened right there? I don't know. No. That's so exactly what I'm, happened. I'm not going to lie. Like, you're a bitch. I, at one point in time in my life, genuinely I attempted to watch <laughs> a single episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I got about halfway through. I genuinely wanted to kill myself. <laughs> because I was like, these pe- the problems these folks are going through are not problems. <laughs> They're not. <laughs> and I just, I, I couldn't, and the fact that like, you know, there are some folks that I've met who, who yeah. watch that stuff religiously. And I was just like, why? It's like, what about that is, is entertaining? Like, I understand like, there is a draw to uh, like, uh, reality television and that kind of shit. But, I, I can't, I can't get behind it. And, and, uh, Especially their reality television. Holy fuck. It just doesn't work. <laughs> you know the best the best thing about the Kardashians with um <laughs> Wait, hold on, um, hold on, hold on. Did Johnny just give you the answer to that question? Oh, no. Johnny. No. (laughs) So Johnny was a guest on the show back in season one. We talked about aliens. Oh, so you remember him from that show. No. He did. a big fan of the Kardashians. He he did. Oh. He's well, he's just because okay, so oh. like you know, dirty little secret. I, as much like the Kardashians, are somebody that like I love to hate. Like, I used to watch them a lot, and but like only because there was like a part of me that like I hated them so much, I had to watch them. And but yeah, my favorite was Scott, though. Like, I feel like he was like the only person that like called them out on all their shit. So I primarily only watched the Kardashians because of Scott, which was you, Courtney. You know, baby you know who Travis Barker is, right? Takes. Um, if you don't know who Courtney is, she's the one with Travis Barker. Takes. You know you who Travis Barker is, right? Out yet. She's with Travis yes. Barker. He, who is the it? Drummer Blink Way Two. Okay. Good job. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Dina. And he's also a skateboarder, and he's done some other stuff. Nobody cares about that shit. He was in a playbook. Did he just die? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Fuck yeah. You're welcome. Wasn't he dating Pink at the time? No. Who was he dating at the time? Yeah, he almost, yeah, he was in a plane wreck, and he almost died, yeah. 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 No. 
No, Pink. Pink's always been with that other BMXer dude. <laughs> I'm trying to remember his name. But anyway, but yeah, that's why. And because it, I funny thing about the Kardashians is the Kardashians. I mean, so between the Kardashians, the Bachelor, and Survivor, right? Those are the three like roots of reality TV. Well, uh, so no, what was the um, what was the MTV show? Uh, seven Friends or Seven Real Strangers. World? The yes. Real World, right? So, so the real world was kind of really the the like the ground floor, but you saw the the explosion of reality TV with Survivor, with The Bachelor, yes, and then with the Kardashians. And those mm. like there and now, Jesus fuck, there's there's reality fucking construct TV construction shows. Like, what was the 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 house flippers that just got a divorce that like sent a rift through the goddamn world? <sighs> like these, yeah, I, I don't even know who they are or what they're think. Joe, who are they? Yeah. Tell, Joe, tell us who, who they were. Um, we have a, we've oh, got a yeah, resident yeah, fact yeah. checker. He's, yeah. He'll find out. Um, <sighs> but they're in like Austin, Texas, or some shit, and they they buy in, or Waco, Texas. Or, I don't know. They buy and oh, flip houses. I don't know their name. Well, are you, you talking? Did they get a divorce? I don't even fuck. Because the ones in Texas, ones in they have Texas. like uh, Mongolia. No, oh, fuck. What is it called? <laughs> Mongolia? No, no, no. Shut up. Like, they the have like. in Asia? No. Say more. The ones that got divorced. <laughs> well, that's who, I'm, that's who I'm thinking of. They're from Texas, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Listen, Joanna Gaines is my fucking. That's my girl. Okay. Right. Is what they have now. They yeah, have there networks. you go. That's who I was thinking that's of. How fucking I can't fucking think of names. Shit I'm they fucking are. terrible with names. Um, yeah, Chipping Go, Chipping Go, Joe. There uh, it is. Chip and Joanna Gaines. But uh, I can't names. I'm reality TV has like infiltrated everything. And yeah. I was obsessed. Uh, every every aspect. If you obsessed. want to find out, like, I, mean, I there's, love there's reality Gaines. TV cooking shows. She there's is reality like, TV freaking. She's a doll. You know, game shows and freaking all this other crazy shit that, that goes on and it's it's funny we are so starved uh to to get peeks into other people's lives like why don't we just fucking look into our own like i don't know about y'all but i i got enough drama in my own life to where like i don't need fucking tv i'm good like it's, I, i'm good <laughs> i got it all can i yeah uh can we judge you uh can i tell you on. my my favorite reality TV it's show. Like a Real Housewives. Can you yeah. guess what it is? Guess, can you guess what? Can you guess what my favorite reality TV show is? Oh my god! What? <laughs> I mean, The Real Housewives of New Jersey is pretty fucking good, but it's Jersey Shore. I love Snooki. I, I just want to. I just want to snuggle her. Oh my god, that was like my guilty fucking pleasure for like the longest. I fucking love Jersey Shore. You both love are terrible. Like, <laughs> love, I love Jersey Shore so much that my husband sent me a link saying that Polly B was going to be in our area, and I like was like, oh my god. When when you watch a train wreck of unbelievable proportions you cannot help yeah, but that's, be entertained that's it right like, there. i fucking these love fucking me some jersey shore like, oh my this gosh is this it's just, just it's it is absolutely unreal but yeah no like like no i so i watched the sh- i didn't watch the show religiously i watched it love them. i wouldn't even the say cool. regularly uh, once, enough to know yeah. who the people are um uh yeah and and i was i was a big uh, team Snooky fan like uh yeah big yeah <laughs> 
Oh man. Oh yeah. She's, little, she's, my, she's my fellow meatball. She's my. The best part about I that is her. her kids are going to grow like, up someday. It's funny now because you know, and they're going to be like, uh, "Oh my God, your mom's Snooki." Like, Who the fuck is Snooki? My mom's name is Diana. Like, you know, so. they're going to be like, "No, watch this," and then here, yeah. they're going to show him like this TV show, and that kid's going to go home and be like, "Yep," that kid's going to go home and be like, "Mom, what the fuck?" <laughs> like. Show the time that she got arrested drugged on the beach. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, Jersey Shore was like and I think a lot of it for me too is like because, you know, I would spend my summers in New Jersey because that's where my dad lived. And like my dad back in the day, like Seaside Heights was where you went during the summertime. Like if you if your parents had any little bit of money you were spending a week in Seaside Heights and like, you know, you'd rent a house and it would be this whole thing. Like Seaside Heights like has all these like piers with amusement parks and games and food and, you know, Seaside Heights is a lot of fun. So it's like, if you were a kid growing up in Jersey, like, you know, that's where my dad would send his summer vacations was in Seaside Heights. So, and hearing all the funny stories that my dad used to tell about like the first time him and his friends were allowed to get a house by themselves um for the summer and you know my dad was full italian you know proud proud guido um and then like a whole sh- a whole sh- tv reality show came out about like that whole lifestyle of like going to the shore for the summer and staying at a beach house and you know going all those you know nasty ass clubs and getting in trouble and it, it was just to me it was like watching the things that my dad used to talk about that he used to do like come to life a little bit so that was probably a lot of the curiosity i'm like oh wow like my dad used to talk about this club um so yeah so that was my guilty my guilty pleasure plus there you know none of them were really from new jersey like all of them were from like staten island and fucking long island um, and I don't even think all of them, I only think like maybe one of them was actually Italian. <laughs> like, they, they pretty much were a bunch of like, just, they York, were just like Northerners. Yeah. There wasn't and really I like ta- Jersey girls know, are a different thing. Like Italian Northerners. They, they are, they Northerners, are their own New Yorkers, like, I should say. Human. Um, um, and they're yep. fucking hilarious, uh, because they are aggressive. They're like loud, obnoxious in your face. Dina, I love you. Stop. I, I'm not been, <laughs> right. Um, those are all, those are all the qualities that I love about you. Um, but like, uh, uh so funny story. We're at, uh, Oktoberfest like, in New York and there is this group of just the uh, girls from Jersey. Like you, like they're just there and they do the Stein holding competition where you fill up a Stein of beer and you got to hold your arm out like this. And you know, last person that has their arm out wins. Well, uh, my wife Jill beat every single one of these girls from Jersey because apparently they have zero muscles. And uh, and next thing you know, um, Jill has an entourage for the rest of the evening. These are like chicks around Mama Hen, like for protection. Like you're strong, we need you. Like it was the fucking <laughs> funniest thing ever. And like 
they are very much not anything that that Jill was, and it was it was absolutely hilarious just to sit back and my buddy Adam and I were just sitting there drinking <laughs> beer the whole rest of the night, just watching this group of freaking uh, drunk funny. Jersey girls, and and Jill and Adam's wife just kind of just wander about the freaking the, the thing. It's fucking hilarious. I love it, but like seeing that on TV was was absolutely. Uh, hilarious. So uh, I'm going to shift gears again because there, there's like a whole bunch of like <laughs> pop folks that I want to talk about. Um, you are a huge uh, Swifty. So Swifty? talk to me about her. Like COVID Swiffer, albums. Swiffer jet. Oh. You know, I don't, I don't know what, Sw- I don't know what Swifty means. I'm not Taylor hip. Swift. Oh, yeah. Okay. Swift. Like, okay. I don't, I don't know what Swifty means. I'm not. Um, oh. Taylor Swift. Um, so, yeah. So, she came out with Evermore. I can't remember the other one right now. Being a bad, I'm being a bad Swifty person. Um, but, yeah, they uh, they were pretty good. Yes. Um, but I will say her, her re-recording her Red album. That was probably one of the greatest things she ever did. Like, honestly, like that wrecked me when she put out like the ten minute version of that um, all too well song. <laughs> like, it was bad. It was real bad. I was in a weird spot. I was in a weird place, and my poor husband suffered. He's. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to that song way more than anybody probably probably should have. So and like so let, literally let, let me understand oh this. Man, I went she on, I went on re-recorded an, emo, an album that, she had already released. That, so it was a good time. Just a bunch time. of her songs. We got through it. Yeah. So her so her yeah. So her thing is, so all of her masters, so she tried to buy her masters. So, you know, especially with a lot of these recording artists, they don't always own their music. Um, and her masters were up these. for sale and she tried to buy yeah, them. Usher. And this other guy, um, yeah, Justin Bieber's manager, I can't remember his name right now. Um, he ended <laughs> up buying them from her or buying them out like, underneath her it was kind of like a like she was supposed to do it and then whoever her record whoever had johnny him, has the answer to that question too screwed her over a little bit and the other out. guy ended up buying him so scooter scooter braun what's his name scooter something scooter, scooter. <laughs> justin bieber's manager the guy who joe google that shit taylor's master scooter something i think it was scooter braun you can google it <laughs> Um, so anyway, so, so he bought all of her masters and she was pissed about it. And in order to make money, so she found the loophole where if she re-recorded mm-hmm. her songs that she wrote, mm-hmm. yep. as long as she put Taylor's version next to them, they would, that would be hers. So mm-hmm. it would like, she would own it again, if that makes any sense. So mm-hmm. she's been on this. She's been on this kick for a while of re-recording her old albums, and she started off with, like, um, "Speak Now." I think was her first one that she re-recorded, and then she put out "Red," 
which I don't think she was planning on to, but her fan base was like, you know, begging for her to do, to, re- to release the 10 minute version of all too well. Cause I guess she had done it like in concerts and live and like for special events, but there was actual no recording of it. Um, so she re-recorded Red and she did a 10 minute version of All Too Well. And it is probably the greatest song that she's ever written, ever. <clears throat> There's so much emotion behind it. And it's like such an intense story that she tells. Um, and pretty much she wrote this song about Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, <laughs> because that's who she was with at the time. And, um, so it's funny because this is how much I know my husband loves me because we were watching the Oscars and Jake, (laughs) they showed Jake up there on the TV and my husband went, boo. (laughs) Oh man. He he doesn't even have a dog in this fight, but he was like, if I don't boo Jake Gyllenhaal, my wife's going to get real mad at me. Because we've canceled him. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. Poor Jake. He, like, aired out some dirty laundry. And people, like, somebody literally bought a billboard in New York and was like, what? It said something like, um, just say say what it was, Jake. Like, like outside of where he lived or something like that. Like, somebody was that obsessed that it, they bought a, a billboard. It, after that 10 minute version song. of Taylor Swift song um, came out and one, probably one of my and I'm, I'm not like I, I like her stuff I do um, but she got, she got a, intense uh, I Prevail does a cover of uh, Blank Space song. or yeah uh, her song Blank Space and it is it is a screamo version of, of a Taylor Swift song it sounds weird I'll listen to that you, <laughs> you what? I say I'll listen to that Okay, I'll, I'll send you the link, and if I remember to, I'll put it in the show notes. Um, but like, like I can I'll get listen. down with that. Like that was badass. Um, I say I'll listen again, to that. She's another one of these artists that's like she she got a reputation because every time she'd have a relationship with somebody, here comes a new freaking Taylor Swift album. <laughs> that poor bastard <laughs> took a goddamn beating <laughs> vocally, <laughs> and from all of America, right? Because everybody listened to Taylor be sad, and everybody got sad, and it's super angry at the dude she broke up with. Like, yep. fuck you, John Mayer. You can fuck all the way off, you know? Um, yep. Yep. Yep, I was pissed for her. And I was so pissed for her. And that line when she's like, and it's supposed to be fun during in 21, I was like, fuck you, Jake. Fuck you. What you did to her? You didn't even show up for her 21st birthday. I'll never watch anything of yours ever again. I was mad. I was, I was, I was sad for her. That was like, honestly, like, and I don't normally get like, I, I have a lot of me and my music is all over the place. I don't just listen to one thing. I'm, mm. I listen to a lot of indie stuff, really. That's kind of like my go-to, but like, that was like the first artist that I really got emotionally invested. Yeah. I was like, man, this real, this is hurting so, me. Like I hurt for her. Um, that was like the first time so, I actually really, yeah, I listened to that song for the first like time uh, recently. Like, Damn, man. And this is some, this uh, is some hard shit. Like, struck by it was the hard, amount so. of, so uh, for her, right. And, and the, the wonderful thing about artists is that they can make you feel what they're feeling. And, um, and then you connect it with something in your own life and you're just like, Jesus fucking Christ, like this is a real thing. And 
um, I, I, I listened to it and then I didn't stop listening to it for about an hour. Um, I think I listened to it probably five times in a row because I, I was like, there's so much here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it does, it does. It's a great job at telling a story. Um, but there's, there's so much there. And, and I loved, uh, every, every bit of it because yeah. it, it makes connections into some very, very real, very serious parts of my life. And, uh, and, and so, and that was probably one of the first songs of hers that, that did that. Um, and I got introduced to the, to that song by somebody very, uh, near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. So it, it was it, it pretty incredible. Um, so, uh, so yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm a huge fan and she went, she's, she's come a long way from being the, the, the whiny girl who sings about her breakups to just this uh, rock star, uh, artist that puts together some great stuff. She did. And there's another there's another song that she split with the unreleased song that she put on Red too is um I Bet You Think About Me and it was the song that she did with Chris Stapleton. And it's the first song she's done in a while that she actually just kinda went back to her country roots. And honestly, it's probably my second favorite song on that album. Um it's just such a another good one. Like it's another like um it's like that it's kind of like an angsty breakup song, but it's but it's done in a very tasteful way, you know. And I and I like the fact that she kind of went back to her country roots on it. Um, that kind of you know makes it really catchy and easy and twangy and fun to sing. Um, but yeah, I mean, even before that, when she did, Ever, I think it was Evermore was was her kind of like her quarantine album. Um, she did a lot of stuff with. Um, she collaborated with the Dixie Chicks then, and then she did a collaboration with um, Time, which is like another really great band. Um, so it's cool. Like she's definitely and like the guy, like the Aaron Aaron Dresser, um, he's from the National. So she kind of did a lot of like it was cool because I'm such a I love I'm a big National fan and just like in mus- indie music alone, and um, you know Bon Iver or I, Iver, Iver. Yeah, Bon Iver, yeah. Um, he's another indie artist. So she did a lot of collaborations with them. So there's a lot of stuff to that album that I really like. Um, it's kind of more folksy and, yeah, and I, whimsical. I she, she and produced a lot of that. Indie album. and... Um, I think that it, has, it had a very... So probably one of my favorite albums that she's yeah, put out. Yeah, it had a very different sound so. to it. Yeah, very, very different. She's been she's been one of the ones that I I have enjoyed. Yeah, uh, she I has. Enjoy yeah, she I, has and like I am, a I am a pop music junkie. Yeah. no, no doubt. Like I, I, if yeah. you look at my playlist, you will see all of the things, uh, and all of the things that are pop music and wonderful. And I used to blame my kids for that. Oh, I gotta keep up with my kids are listening to. They they don't listen to that shit anymore. Uh, I still do. Uh, so like Katy Perry, yeah, huge fan. <clears throat> um, I can sing pretty much everything that was on the radio between two thousand and. Uh, one in 2013, 14, somewhere. Near. Yeah. That's uh, that's kind of kind of my jam. But yeah, but yeah. So so the pop culture thing, right? You know, we we talked about reality TV, we've talked about music, we've yeah, talked about celebrities too. and that kind me of thing. It, it always strikes me as being interesting as to why we give a shit about these people, right? Why why these people like matter? Why do we even give them the time of day? Uh, and and I have yet to crack that shell because I go back and forth with um. 
like fuck these people like and they're you know they, you know oh they 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 give a shit about ukraine from their freaking seven million dollar homes like no sorry um what are you really doing with your life um but i listen to their music or i can't stop watching their shit on tv um and and it's just like one of those things where like uh what what is the obsession why why do we care why do we care you know why do these people have this position right and and all they are is they're just humans right they're just people they're like you and me they've just done things um and they uh as i'm i'm being uh corrected uh they just live uh their lives in public and um would so so there's the question um if your life was on tv boring as would fuck you, would you be <laughs> would you be popular or and and pop, I'm sorry, popular. It's popular. I'm gonna be popular. <laughs> sorry, um, little wicked tune for. Um, but so if if your life, like your lives, were a reality TV show, um, here's a better question: Your lives are a reality TV show. What channel is your show on, Dina? Oh, I gotta go first. Um, <laughs> shit, probably like HDTV. No, actually, I'm trying to get on the Magnolia Network. Actually, <laughs> I'm trying to get that Chip and Joanna Gaines money, <laughs> that over money. That's where I'm trying to be. I mean, because I'm a jack of all trades. Like, you want to make something? Let's make something. You want to learn how to make chicken Alfredo? Let's. You want to build the shelf? We could try. Um, you know, you wanna you wanna see me paint some walls and do some home decor stuff. I'm down. Um, I think like, you know, I think me, you know, in my life would be a little bit of everything you want to. All right. Come, so, so know, Dina, you're, you're medical an HGTV looks person. Like after a pandemic, let's go. Tons of fucking fun. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess if I had to pick, like, if I'm reality TV she show, that's she, probably where I would be. Dina's gonna wrap that weave up. And I mean, I mean, you might be able to film it on E because I can get a little ratchet sometimes. So I mean, I might be, I might, I might make some fun. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> flip a table. Yeah. I mean, Dina's I don't flip know. A table and slap a bitch. You heard it here first. I don't know. Might, might, yeah, that's I, how you. I might flip a table over. I that mean, is like, it could happen. Uh, how you don't get over money just so you know. I, could go, I could go either That's way you don't get over money. Whoever now, wants now when me. you write a book about bringing your life back to you know functioning from flipping the table and then uh, that's where you get the over money but all right all right <laughs> so magnolia hgtv nope. like gotcha okay josh nope. what what tv station is hosting your reality tv show oh fuck uh that's how you get the hbo money. man because yeah, i swear way go. too much and i'm one of those people where i get upset when they bleep out swear words because you know what they're saying, and it's, I mean, it's not a shocker anymore. Um, so, yeah, fucking HBO. Yeah, I just, but see, at the same time, I hate to use the word boring, but I'm going to because I simply can't think of another word. Well, my life is pretty boring. <laughs> I mean, so the the folks who, you know, would be interested in watching my uh, my reality TV series, would be waiting for my my you know language you know filled blow ups and stuff like that. That's that's all they'd be be waiting for. So, but yeah, 
and HBO like you, for sure. Yeah, you would you would definitely be the uh, oh shit, what was his name? We were just talking about him, the bartender from uh, uh, Boondock Saints. You just have the the random customer. Yeah. <laughs> fuck ass. Fuck ass. <laughs> Also, uh, having lived in your home for uh, a little bit of time uh, uh, and uh, having uh, shot your children uh, multiple <laughs> times with Nerf guns, I didn't shoot his kids. Jesus. Um, I can tell you that your, your home is not boring. Uh, yeah. There was, there was some tactical mistakes made on their part, but they, they held their own pretty well. They, 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 they pretty oh, good, so, so I got I to tell you something one better. All right. So check this shit out. My wife and I are in our bedroom last night. We're chatting, and no, not wait, last wait. night. This, no, 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 this is no, an no, explicit it, it, rated show, Josh. But HBO, we're not going there. Okay, settle down. No, so you said HBO, not Cinemax. All right, so maybe, down. maybe it was maybe it was Tuesday. I don't fuck. I don't remember. It was nighttime, and so my daughter, shut up. And so my daughter and my son are in the living room playing with lightsabers. And they're fighting. We can hear them. So my wife and I are talking, and then so my daughter's like, "Hang on, hang on. We have to start over." And so they shut the lightsabers off. It got quiet. My son then very coolly says, hello there. And then he turns on the lightsaber. I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, dude, that, that's legit Star Wars shit right there. I was like, so. That is such a proud dad moment. I, oh, my God. I looked at my wife. I was like, did you just fucking hear what he said? <laughs> It was such a proud. Oh, oh. it was amazing. Yeah, I was so I happy. It. Awesome. Uh, That's awesome. Oh, that was great. That's awesome. It was well, well done. Amazing. Well done. I was. Happy. Yeah. So uh, yeah. mine would be Animal Planet. <laughs> yes. That's uh. awesome. Good job. It's just wild in my life right now. I don't oh, know. Oh man! It's, 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 yeah. I think the only. <laughs> Get a hold of yourself, Joshua. Sorry. <laughs> oh man, that was good. <laughs> Specifically, so hot here. <laughs> so specifically, Animal Planet or like I, National Geographic or some shit. You mind your fucking question, <laughs> sir. Well, no, that's a legit question. I feel like I have to ask it. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, well, aren't they like? A, I don't. I don't. I don't think they're the same thing. They're not the same thing. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, well, we got to go to National Geographic because they allow nudity from time to time and. You know, True sometimes story. you just, you know, you gotta, you gotta let gotta it, naked. you gotta let it hang out there. You just gotta let, yeah. It's... <laughs> so... <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> back of my head hurts. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, all right, <sighs> folks. Well. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> now that I'm going to get my fucking, fucking shit bag together. Um, all right. 
Well, we are we are approaching the the ninety minute mark, friends. So that uh, that's about the time where uh, our pumpkins. Uh, well, oh, shit, that up. What? That's about the time where. Shut, I'm going somewhere with this. Just let me. I'm having a Disney moment. Let me be. Right. Ed- edible plant. So uh, that's uh, that's about the time where our carriages start to become pumpkins. Our uh, footmen become mice, and uh, our dress becomes uh, something else. Uh, edible. It's a Cinderella reference, fuckers. Jesus, can I get a? Both y'all just sitting there, just not saying anything. Okay, cool. All right, well. <laughs> so midnight is coming, and we need to leave the ball. So what we're going to do is we're going to grab that ball, and we're going to run over to friggin' last call and, uh, <laughs> and keep this thing going. So oh, man. Uh, as we wrap up here tonight, folks, we have been talking with Dina Schools from the So This Is Me <laughs> Trying podcast. You can find her show uh, on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Uh, go sit down. Uh, make sure you have some time. Uh if, if you need to listen to just a fun roundtable conversation and, uh, and be entertained, that is where you need to go. Um, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful show. Uh, she's been on a timeout for a little bit. Uh, hopefully, uh, you get back on the air soon, and, uh, and we will be here waiting anxiously when you totally. do. Um, of course. And, uh, and it's been so wonderful to have you here, Dina. Thank you for coming. Of course. Thanks for having me, guys. It's so nice to, to see you guys and see Ian. So, so yeah, this has been, um, been, a, been an awesome Thursday. <laughs> so I appreciate it. Excellent. Josh. Yeah. Good call on the Manhattans, buddy. Old fashioned. Oh, sh- I've been drinking the wrong goddamn thing all night. <sighs> Just kidding. Old fashioned. I'm going to press the button.